What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Call Her Holy. I'm Laura Eldridge. And I'm Nicoletta Bradley. And today, we are doing a workout. We're, no, we're not doing a workout. We're doing an episode that y'all requested. <laughs> we're actually not doing a podcast. We're doing a workout. So follow us along at Zoom. JK, what are we doing We're doing today? an episode on working out. I work out. I work out. Look in my gym in the fitness. What's that Fergie song? It's like... Uh, I don't know, but I think we just dated ourselves. Like, I think we sound so old now. I know, but I just am like, can't think straight. Like, can we do some Camila Cabello or something that we, so we don't sound so old? Uh, <laughs> I am ancient. I'm I 31. Um, just turned 33 by the time y'all are listening to this. Yeah, she did. So I don't know what that makes me, but I'm 33. And I'm 31. But right now, as we're recording this, I'm still 32. So I'm going to talk like a 32-year-old would talk and say, Nicoletta. What's your favorite workout that you've ever done? Oh my gosh. I see uh, you as like a half Murph kind of girl, like a full Murph. No, like a, I literally, if it doesn't wreck me, I don't want to do it. With a weighted vest on. One, I mean, I think I've joked around on one of these episodes. I think the very, like probably like a year ago, it goes, what's your biggest pet peeve? My biggest pet peeve is when you go to a workout studio and the workout is easy. Yeah, I don't like that either. I'm like, I'm sorry. I just I wasted like to be all murdered. this time to get there. Yeah. Got here. And I feel like I need to go for a run after. Yeah. I was just having this conversation with my friend, Kristen. I like to be like murdered when I'm, I like doing group fitness because yeah. somebody is like constantly bossing you, telling you to keep going harder. She's like, that's my worst nightmare. But I'm like, yes, make me sweat because I will like chill for a second. But totally. when, unless someone's sit there yelling at me. Oh, I know. When I was I had a trainer for a while who literally sent me workouts and it was great because I didn't have to think about it. But it took me two hours because no one was saying you have an hour to finish this. And now I'm back in the group fitness era. And it's so nice showing up at eight. You leave at nine. Yeah. Whether you're done or not because the new class is coming in at 9.15. You might not be able to walk the next day, but you're going to love yourself for Here it. we are. No, so I posted something on Instagram and I know Nicoletta does this a ton and this is like her thing. So if y'all are in the fitness, just if you need help in anything, fitness, body image, all that, hit up her Instagram at Nicoletta Bradley. Get yourself to Noble. It's going to be life-changing for you. But I posted something on Instagram a couple weeks ago and was just letting people into my journey a little bit of postpartum. I gained 80 pounds through pregnancy because of a condition called hyperemesis gravidarum where I was constantly sick. I couldn't eat anything healthy. I couldn't work out. So my whole life went from I was training for a race. I was running 10 mile stints. And when I got pregnant, uh, seven, eight weeks in, I could only run 0.27 miles. 0.27. As I'm training for a 10 mile, you know, stint at a time, like, so it was really, really humbling. I gained a ton of weight, but it also like clarified some things for me with the whole body image and working out and like motive behind that. Anyways, I'd posted that. I'd asked other people like, what's your motive behind working out? And I was surprised that like basically no one almost some people but almost no one said like because I truly believe that my body is a temple like to steward a lot of people said to feel good some people said to look good a lot of people said for my mental health but anyway so I just wanted to like I want us and I know Nicoletta literally just did a lesson on this yesterday talking about why do we work out yeah totally it's interesting so if you have not heard of Noble, we dropped a 10-minute lesson, or not even a 10-minute lesson, but a 10-minute episode of what it is. Go check it out. But basically, in Noble, we talk through some of the biggest topics that women struggle with, and I think that fitness really is one of them. Yeah. And so in one of the sessions that we do, it's a 10-week, or sorry, 5-week, 10-session program, we literally ask the question, 
what does the Bible have to say about exercise? And the Bible actually has a lot to say about physical fitness, yet we can often think the Bible's outdated, blah, blah, blah. But I start off this noble session with basically asking these three questions, which if you've got a pen and paper, write them down and do it in your own time. But one is, what do you believe is the purpose of working out? Yeah. And girls just kind of write through, you know, kind of what you just said, mental health, to feel good, to be healthy, whatever. And then ask the question, okay, well then why do I work out? Ooh, I feel like we needed to just sit with that question. Yeah, for real. But it's crazy because what do you believe is the purpose is often different of why you work out. That's really good. That's very strategic. And so anyways, a lot of girls, oh, you kind girl, but literally it was just interesting to hear, you know, well, it's endorphins because I'm stressed out. But then majority, if not all of them said a few different things that I thought were interesting. One, to counteract food that I ate, to uh, lose weight or to maintain my weight. Obviously, lots of other things to maintain health, all the things, but those were the big, big ones. A lot of, some of them said as punishment, yeah. So for punishment for something they ate or drank. And then the final question that I ask is write down any true deep rooted beliefs you have around working out. So basically, if we were to sit here, I mean, Laura, we could spend the rest of this episode going through deep rooted beliefs that our culture has told us, you know, okay, if you don't get a killer workout that lasts for 60 minutes and your Apple watch doesn't hit at least minimum a blank amount of calories, it was a fail. Yeah. Or, why or a waste. We, totally. You should go for a run, not a walk. Or interval training is more important than steady training. All the things. Or Pilates is going to tone you, but then weightlifting is going to bulk you. Like we could go down the route of all these fitness lies and beliefs. And there's so much science that backs up all these different things. But I think as Christian women, or not even as Christian women, just as women, we often believe that exercise is not a way to honor our body, but to punish our body or to manipulate it to look a certain way. Yeah. And so it's interesting, giving a little bit of stats, in order to be considered a healthy individual, you actually only need 150 to 300 minutes of moderate exercise or 75 to 150 minutes of vigorous exercise a week to be healthy. So let me debunk that. That's literally saying you need 20 to 40 minutes of walking a day or less than 20 minutes of vigorous exercise a day to be healthy. And so healthy basically it means lowering blood pressure, cholesterol, heart, all that kind of stuff. And we basically just want to talk in this episode of what does the Bible have to say about this? Because hot take, and this is just me leading noble in my own journey with an eating disorder, God cares more about us honoring our bodies and being healthy than being skinny and toned. A hundred percent, though. The scriptures literally say that. It, it's Jeremiah 17. Like the, the man looks at outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. But I think there's so much, and you, you touched on this, Nika, there's so much like messy stuff in our hearts about working out. And I honestly, like I just said, I'm turning 33. I'm 33 now at the time people are listening to this. And I would say it's just recently that I can confidently say my motives are pure in working out. Wow. Like I remember feeling the difference in the change. And it's because I've gone through so much different stuff and like really fought hard for that. And, and mostly because of God's grace. But like, if I was really honest with myself, I would say like, when I was single, I truly believed like the stakes felt higher yeah. because it was like, if I'm not skinny, I'm lessening my chances or the less toned I am, the less likely I am to be chosen. And then I think even in marriage, I think just working out has so, there's so much deep seated 
wrong beliefs around working out. And I think like having gained 80 pounds and then going to the gym, it's really discouraging, you know, when you've been in a different spot and you're, it feels like, what's the point? And so like working out to lose weight couldn't be my goal because I knew I wasn't going to step on the scale and immediately see something different. Or I wasn't going to work out for a week and all of a sudden fit back into my pre-pregnancy genes. Like that wasn't going to happen. So like my motives had to change. I think, so how would, how do you like help girls kind of move out of that, you know? Yeah, totally. It's interesting. I actually had a conversation with one of the girls in Noble yesterday and she goes, okay, well then what's the line between I want to lose weight and exercise is the means to get there. Yeah, because it's not a bad goal. Like it's it's okay to want to lose weight. Yeah. But I think you have to ask yourself, what are your motives? Like, am I trying to lose weight so that I get a boyfriend? Yeah. Am I trying to lose weight so that I gain more approval? Am I trying to lose weight because literally I'm actually at an unhealthy place and this isn't honoring? And so we just kind of got to talk through the why behind working out because she actually said she hates working out. So she goes, I hate working out, but I need to lose weight. But the first question I did ask was, who told you that you need to lose weight? That's good. And some doctors will then communicate like, hey, like you are actually at a risk. Moving could be beneficial. But what I've seen be really powerful in the approach of exercise and dieting, all these things, is are you viewing it or asking the question through the lenses of, is me going to the gym honoring? Is me eating this honoring to the body that the Lord has given me? Or is this me grasping for control? Yeah. Because a lot of times, if we... Every single day, wake up and exercise and eat to honor the Lord. So, I mean, literally, that is what scripture says. It says in, hold on. Now, this is uh, this is really good. I'm excited for you to read that scripture while you're, while you're getting it. Uh, Colby does this so well. Like his desire to work out is like, he's like, I want to discipline my body. Yeah. You know, and I see the fruit of that. And like when I'm angry or prideful or whatever like to him like it's very spiritual and it it should be to all of us but like something about like putting his body under his control and like like moving to physical pain it hurts when you he does crossfit and he was a bodybuilder for a while but like moving into physical pain where you are like demanding something of your body that feels impossible and it's painful and it's a mental challenge to keep going he's like it humbles me and it puts me in a spot where i'm reminded that i need god yeah, First Corinthians ten thirty one. I'm going to read it in two different versions. But one, it says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And I just put that in like, whether you eat, drink, work out, go to class, do it for the glory of God. And I always, I like to look at the message version, which is just a really tangible version. It goes, so eat your meals heartily, not worrying about what others say about you. So, hey, when you work out, stop worrying about what others say about you. You're eating and working out to God's glory. I'm adding emphasis. After all, not to please them. As a matter of fact, do everything that way heartily and freely to God's glory. And full transparency, I work out five to six days a week. I love working out, but I have learned the difference between I am honoring the Lord in exercise and I just simply love it. But I have to catch myself all the time. Like the other day, went to a workout and it was at my gym that I love. After it was over, that was an easy workout. I thought that was easy. I'm going to go. And the immediate lie that came in was, you should probably go run three miles. Wow. And it was in that moment I had to discipline myself of that's not honoring. Honoring the Lord is moving my body because that is healthy. Yeah. And if I can go into every single day saying that 
exercise and food is out of honoring the Lord, then I get to entrust that my God is a good God and that my body is going to get wherever it's supposed to be. And I just think so often that we think that we need to step into control to manipulate the body that we have. We need it to lose weight. We need it to look a certain way. And another girl even asked the question during Noble yesterday. She goes, well, what if I like the way I look? Like, what if I'm really toned and I like the way that I look? And I'm like, she's like, is that bad? Like, is it bad to look at your reflection in the mirror and be proud? And I think it once again comes down to, are you Galatians 1.10, trying to win the approval of man or of God? Because if you're trying to win the approval of man, you're not a servant of the Lord. And so are you trying to look toned and be fit? Because, man, I just love the gym and I, this is what my body ended up looking like at a, as a result of honoring. Or are you spending an extra two hours in there so that you look a certain way so that you can post a certain Instagram and get this certain type of approval? I'd yeah. even love to hear your thoughts on that question. That's really good. I, I used to think that. I, I used to be like that. You know, I liked the way that my body looked. And I would flaunt it. Yeah. And I remember somebody calling me out for the way that I dressed the first time. Woof. And I basically was like, I think it honors God when, you know, if he gave you a beautiful body, just show it off. I said the most like non-God honoring response because out of the heart, the mouth speaks. And it wasn't until later that I recognized, oh my gosh, it's because my ego was so full. My ego was so inflated and... That's dangerous because an ego that's inflated is an ego that can be deflated. Mm. And so I think it's like there's something different when you take pride in in your body because you worked hard and you disciplined. Like right now, I think I take a healthy pride in my body. And when when people say like, you look really good, I don't think to myself like, yeah, I'm freaking sexy, dude. I think to myself like, it's been a hard journey. It's been a hard road. And I'm really thankful that I was consistent and by God's grace, like working out for 10 minutes this morning, like previously I would have not done that because I, I would feel like a 10 minute workout is not a workout. And it was, it's like, okay, but what am I doing this for? You know? And so my heart has changed and like moving my body honors God. Moving my body is, is really good and fruitful. And so anyways, I think there's something to like being proud of the work that you've put in and the hard work and the discipline and seeing the results of that. That's part of like God laying the foundations of the earth in wisdom, like wisdom being like when you make a certain choice, certain results come from that choice. When you make another choice, other results plainly said, when you eat healthy and work out, you're going to look better. When you don't eat healthy and don't work out, as a general rule, you're going to look worse. So I think there's something, if you're taking pride in like, hey, this is something really good. Like I've disciplined my body and honored God and I look good because of it. I'm not here trying to flaunt or get approval or whatever. I'm just thankful. Like, God, thank you. You know, if your response is thank you, God, then sure, be proud of the body. But if your response is like, I'm awesome and other people are less than, which is a lot of what we do. And then we start, and I've done this before, you start looking around and judging other people, like, why why are they eating that? Why aren't they working out as hard as I am? It's not that hard. Totally. And it reminds me of the verse Romans 12, 1, and it basically just says, I urge you in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Or honestly, let's do it in an easier lingo. Here's what I want you to do. This is the message version. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life. You're sleeping, eating, going to work. And I added working out walking around life and place it before God as an offering. And I think that's such a cool visual. And it's basically saying, are you, can you easily offer up your gym day? Like if you have a day where you missed the gym, skip the gym, are you crumbled? Mm-hmm. Or are you like, it's okay. Like 
we're good. I think another good check is do you wake up to work out but not spend time with the Lord? Yes. Are you quicker? If you only have an hour free during that day, are you using it to spend time with your heavenly father or are you spending it to squeeze in that workout class? That can show you just a check in your spirit of where your priorities are. And what happens if you do skip a gym day? Do you spiral? What are the things that you're thinking? Is it something that you're like, man, whatever, I'll get to it tomorrow. Or you like, oh my gosh, like my arms, my tone, my weight, everything's going to change. I'm freaking out. I see that a lot with girls in Noble and because it's my story too. It's this belief that if if we miss the gym day, what is going to happen to our body? But y'all, God's in control of your body. He designed your body. You miss a 45-minute workout, you're fine. Yeah. But checking your motives of what happens when you miss out. That's really good. And I think it's it's like, this is a long process, y'all. It's a process of you're going to work out and have bad motives. It's impossible to do every, anything with 100% pure motives while sin exists in our hearts and in the world. And Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. I mean, there are things that we can do, though, to start allowing God to redeem the way that we work out, the reason that we work out, stopping and disciplining our thought taking them captive and and moving them to a place where it's like, no, I'm going to constantly think about how I'm not less than when I miss a workout or I'm not less than because I had a donut. Like, yeah. So what's so funny, you mentioned punishment earlier, like working out for the reason of punishing our bodies. I think we do that a lot. And something I was just thinking about as you were talking is, I think we don't realize that that impacts the rest of our spiritual walk as well. Like if you're actively meditating on like, I got to punish my body for eating after a trip, I need to punish my body for not being enough, for not being attractive to guys, for not allowing me to be chosen the way that some other girls are. If you are in this mindset of, of punishment, that's going to seep into your relationship with the Lord where you think God is punishing you for things that God's like, the punishment has already been put on Jesus. And I don't talk to you like that, Isaiah 53. I just don't talk to you like that. I'm never going to look at you and say, you need to get in the gym. I'm never going to look at you and say, you deserve punishment for something. I'm going to say like, I love you. (laughs) I love you. I love you. Take a deep breath. I love you. I love you. I love you. Gosh, Calm down, you that's know. That's so good. And it's funny that you say that. I we talk a lot about this in Noble is I think a good perspective shift for a lot of girls that I've seen transform the way they view exercising, food, all the things is literally going to first Corinthians six, nineteen through twenty. And it talks about do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who's in you? Your body's not your own. You're bought with a price, therefore honor God with your body. And it's just that question of do you actually know the purpose of your body? It's good. Like your body isn't yours. Your body is not yours to do what, whatever you please in the gym. It's not yours to eat how little or however much you want. It is on loan. And I always give this these girls the example of if you were to borrow your best friend's body for a week, would you run 10 miles after eating a cookie? Wow. And these girls are like, no. Okay, would you go get wasted on a Saturday night and take your best friend's body to hook up with some stranger? Mm. No. Would you beat yourself up for having blank and then go... Pick, pick yourself apart in the mirror? Yeah, exactly. Like, we could go down the rabbit hole of all these different things, and every single girl said, no, 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 no. And I go, then why do you do it to yourself? Wow. Your body is on loan, not from your best friend, but the Heavenly Father who created you. That changes the way you respond. It's really powerful, Nico. Just recognizing that your body is, isn't yours. And that changes the way you work out and it changes the way you eat. And it also changes the way you talk to yourself in the mirror. 
changes the way you interact with boys. It changes how you drink. I mean, so many girls right now are struggling with vaping, which that's a whole nother episode in itself. Like your body isn't yours. It's on loan. What are you doing? Yeah, that's really, really good. And I think it like you, you really, in order to be able to work out from a healthy motive, you have to really unpack some of those lies of like, if I don't work out, I won't be chosen or vaping because I'm really anxious or I want to fit in. Like you need to address the anxiety. You need to address wanting to fit in. And, and like, I think we can use working out as a coping mechanism, the way that we use alcohol as a coping mechanism or the way that we use relationships, unhealthy relationships as a coping. I'm going to find some guy to flirt with because I don't feel good about myself. I think working out can be something that God never intended it to be in a way that we run away from our problems. Gosh, that's so good. I truly mean this stuff fires me up. And I said that because working out can often be a symptom of you believing that unless you work out, you'll be loved. But what you actually Mm. want is love. Exactly. And and so first Timothy four, eight, it literally says that physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better promising benefits in this life and the life to come. And it's like, man, meditate on what Jesus says about you. Meditate on the fact that he is crazy about you, whether you hit the gym or not, that is going to free you from your battle with body image. That's really good. Not going to the gym for the extra hour. That's really good. You know what I'm saying? I could just talk about this for so long because I've done this for most of my life Mm -hmm. is just killing myself in the gym, punishing myself through exercise for what I ate. When in reality, what I really desired was love. All I wanted was love, and I thought that getting a thinner body was the solution to that, and so I would punish myself in the gym, when in reality, love comes from knowing Jesus, not a smaller body, and I just feel for those girls because Instagram and TikTok are going to tell you that, though. It's going to tell you that if you get a smaller body, lose the pound, follow the Instagram reel, eat this in a day, and blank, blank, blank will result, aka love will be the end result, but Jesus is like, I've actually come to set the captives free. (laughs) I've actually come to set you free from the captivity of feeling like you have to work out twice a day and being enslaved to food. Like I come to set you free from that. Okay. Not cover you in that. Yeah, that's really good. I thought you said I kind of set the captives free instead of I come to. I was like, that's really funny. No, no, I kind of do this. No, that is so powerful, Nico. So for some of you, here's what I think. For some of you, the healthiest thing that you can do might be to not do the hour long workout class or two hour long workout class. It might be to be like, you know what? Today I'm going on a walk. Yeah. And for some of you, it might be like, I'm actually, I've actually been pretty lazy because exactly. I'm hiding from something. I don't want people to look at me in the gym and, and think like she doesn't belong here. She doesn't know what she's doing here. Whatever it is for you, like you might need to like not have mirrors where you work out. Yeah. You might need to actually look in the mirror. Yeah. It, it, it might be different for every person, but stop and like, take steps towards disciplining your mind and your heart and your body in the direction that you need to go and yeah. be prayerful about that. You can pray for that. One thing on punishment, like I mentioned Isaiah 53 kind of in passing, but this really, really, really impacted me when I read it. We hear this sometimes like on Easter, the punishment for sin was put on him. There is no punishment for sin left. There is no punishment left. It's Isaiah 53. There's no punishment left. If somebody has already been punished for a crime, there's a thing called double jeopardy. Like you, you can't be charged for the same 
or tried for the same crime twice. Like the punishment has already been put on Jesus. So why are you punishing yourself? Why are you thinking that your wrongdoings, that your sins, that you're like even sometimes just mistakes or things that aren't even sin. It's just like I flubbed and I said that one thing and that ruined everything. You need to know that like the punishment is gone. Like it's already put on Jesus, but we just walk around punishing ourselves, punishing our bodies in our thoughts. We punish ourselves and you need to know that there is no punishment left. Like Jesus, if you believe that Jesus died and was raised to life again, your punishment for whatever has already been put on him. Yeah, there's it, there's no punishment left, and God does not like God just doesn't treat you that way because it's already been punished. Like how how crazy would it be if I was to my kid like if she colored on the wall and I'm like Oakley, don't do that. You know, sit in timeout, whatever. It is. I'm, she's not to the age of timeout yet. And then the next day, I'm like Oakley, sit in timeout for you coloring on the wall yesterday. I would never do that. Yeah. But we we think God does that to us and we do it to ourselves. Yeah, that's interesting that you brought that up. That's actually the example that I use in Noble when I go, if your daughter came to you and said, Mommy, I ate a cupcake. I need to go for a 10-mile run. What would you say to her? <gasps> oh, that's heartbreaking. Oh it, my gosh, it's so heartbreaking. And you you would never look at your daughter and go, yeah, you're right. You ate a cupcake. Go for a run. <sighs> You'd say, did you enjoy it? I'm so glad you did. Yes. In the same way that if you're daughter said like man mommy i don't like the way that i look i'm gonna go to the gym for an extra hour today you would look at her and say like daughter i think you're beautiful you don't need you don't need to do that so good oh and my gosh we just like the way we would speak to our daughter is the way that jesus speaks to us around our relationship with food and fitness why aren't we allowing those words to not only hit our head but hit our heart and if you <sighs> wouldn't say those things to your daughter why do you allow them to be spoken over you their lies and what's crazy, this is this is mind-blowing, is that so often I hear these girls say, I'm going to do the extra hit workout. I'm going to go for the extra run. I'm going to punish myself. I work out in the morning. I work out in the afternoon. What you're actually doing is putting your body under more stress, which often results in weight gain. And so what's crazy is that the enemy is going to say, oh, go, go run a little bit more. Go exercise a little bit more. Go do these things. When the amount of extra exercise you put on yourself actually makes your body not function the way it's supposed to. Dang. And so I see all these girls going to these workout classes multiple times a week, which is just crazy, but it's actually hurting you rather than helping you. Yeah. And like the Lord did not design your body to need that. He actually says, hey, when you actually honor your body, health comes. But when you abuse it, when you punish it, stress and chaos ensues. And it's just the upside down kingdom because nobody on Instagram is telling you that. Rather, it's saying, go a little bit longer, do a little bit more. Yeah. Well, and even in the way of starving yourself. Yeah. Like when you starve yourself, your metabolism slows down. Yeah. So then when you eat something afterwards, it clings to it instead of truly digests it the way that the Lord designed your body to digest. Yeah. It's nuts. It's so nuts. Oh my goodness. This is crazy. You know, my friends and I, the other day, we were, we were looking at old pictures of me. and Just you? Just me because they've been, <laughs> like, well, yeah, it was just me because like we've been through lots of different seasons and you know, the memories pop up on your phone. Totally. So I like sent them one or whatever and just like remember these days because a lot of times those kind of pictures will trigger like, oh yeah, that was back in the, the day the era of this guy or you know totally. things like that so we just like chat and like laugh about stuff like that so i sent them an old picture and we were we were laughing and i sent him another one but my friend was like you're way prettier now and wow. i was my skinniest i was the most skinny i've ever been then and i think there is something cultural telling us that skinny is pretty 
but like it can be taken too far in a sense of like health. Healthy is pretty. Healthy is yeah. beautiful. Healthy is freaking gorgeous. And my husband doesn't want me to be skinny. He wants me to be healthy. Yeah. I think that's a really good question to start asking yourself then when you navigate exercise and food. Is this a healthy approach? Is my goal health or is it vanity? And I think that's a good way to go, okay, is exercise honoring? Because if you're pursuing health, then I say be free, but healthy doesn't look like working out in the morning, in the afternoon, and then restricting all day. Yeah. And then you also have to go, okay, well, what does healthy even mean? Yeah. But I think that healthy and honoring go, they coincide. A hundred percent. Because when you honor the Lord with your body, health is what happens. I don't, I have no idea what's going to happen to your body. Honestly, healthy for some of you might be gaining weight. I know that was my yeah, case. Yeah. Like for me, I was in an un, I was thinner, but I was unhealthy. Yeah. And when I started honoring the my body through exercise and food, I gained weight, which has been a whole nother journey on itself of having to wrestle with the Lord, of reminding myself that, man, if my body is changing when I'm honoring, then that's good. Yeah. And I would rather be heavier, but set free from the captivity of having to overexercise and under eat than be thinner and in bondage. Mm. But it's a hard mental shift because I'm having to fight all of culture's lies in this process, especially leading a fitness ministry. The lie that comes in all the time is you need to look the part, Nicoletta. And man, of course I want to be able to wear a little tank top with booty shorts and be like, Joy Noble, it's going to make you so fit. Reality is I'm like, nah, Join Nobles so you can break free because mm-hmm. that's joy. That's, that's radiance. That's healthy. That's so good. Man, I feel like this episode is really, really helpful. I think, I know you have so much wisdom on this. I'm so thankful for your story, Nico, and everything God has brought you through and the way that you're using your story. I think even like we were talking about this a minute ago because <laughs> you were looking at my sourdough bread. <laughs> it just feels so nerdy. And I'll be honest, it is like it just is but she i was literally making sourdough bread in a jar it was a little thing the yeah, gyo bio, yeah. what was it called gut microbiome that one so i eat fermented foods i look at labels on the back of things i try to eat really clean which is another thing i think that has changed for me as my view on food and health has transformed to be more godly i used to go for what was the least amount of calories for what would make me the skinniest basically without realizing like actually what matters is having sustenance for my body and like caring about the ingredients. Like, am I putting a bunch of chemicals that are low in calories in my body, but are not going to help me for longevity in life? Or am I like paying attention to like, oh, okay, here's, here's an ingredient that's in this stuff that is actually really harmful. It's made from seaweed, but the way that they process it, it's inflammatory. And like, if you live with chronic inflammation, like your body is going to have physical reactions to that that you may not even realize because you're just living with them until you start cleansing that stuff out and you feel better than you ever have. You look better than you ever have because your body isn't receiving a bunch of toxins. So anyways. Yeah, and it's crazy. A woman who I work out with, she's a big part of Noble. She has a similar story to me and just anorexia, all these things. And recently in the last two months, she's, she's like 16. She's experienced a lot of freedom in this area. And I saw her and I go, you're so, you're glowing. Mm. She's like, yeah, I, it's hard for me though. Cause I've gained weight And my heart was just like, but you're glowing. Like, I think you're so much more beautiful now yeah. than you were 10 pounds thinner. Yeah. And I just think that God's kind and we like joy is more attractive 
than a fit toned body. It's so true. It really it's is. so true. And so ladies, what would it look like to exercise as a joyful experience? Eat with a joyful experience. Even if you don't like to exercise, like yes. knowing like, hey, I am doing something that God has called me to do, which is take care of my body. Come on. In exercise, like physical training is of some value, but training for godliness is much better. Promising benefits in this life and the next. Ugh, I love it. We could talk about this forever. We love y'all so much. So and much. you're gorgeous. Come on, join like you Noble. Just are. You join are Noble. Into, if you don't know what that is, check it out on my Instagram, Noble Fitness Ministry. It'll change your life. I would love for you to join. We love y'all. As always, if this ministry has impacted you, if God has used Caller Holy in any type of way, thank you for sending to your friends. Thank you for sharing on Instagram. If you would prayerfully consider partnering with us financially, you can Venmo at Call Her Holy, and that helps us keep going to get messages like this into the ears of more women like you. We love you guys. Hope you have a great day. Go work out because you love it, not because you have to. Bye, guys. 